God is the master of conciseness. He is the master of miniaturization, which is the bedrock of the digital world in particular, indispensable in the pursuit of microbiology, and so on. One scientist put it this way, The DNA of man, which contains all the intricately detailed instructions for life, is so infinitesimally small that all the DNA of every human alive combined would fit into one aspirin tablet. Today, the digital world has cataloged 129,864,880 books, and you can be certain there are hundreds of millions more. And as you would expect, they address every conceivable topic. But God, on the other hand, has authored just one. God's book, the Holy Bible, is the complete manual on life and even eternal life. It covers everything stem to stern. It declares the complete history of the world and the universe. This book describes even how God made it. It thoroughly explains our beginnings, our first father and first mother and their fall from innocence, and how sin and death began to reign upon this earth. This beautiful book fully defines God's plan of salvation that was completed at Calvary and how to live this life and to live it more abundantly. This supernatural book is not printer's ink and paper, but rather it is alive because it is a person. John 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The beautiful book teaches those who bow the ear how to treat our neighbors and our enemies, how to be obedient and to honor our parents, how to select a career, how to select a spouse, how to raise children, how to work, how to eat, and how to honor God's house and to tithe, just to name a few. Everything you'll need to know, every decision you'll ever have to make, what is pleasing and acceptable to our Creator, how to cast out devils, speak with new tongues, lay hands on the sick, and walk in glorious faith, all in just one book. And when printed in small but readable type, could fit into your hip pocket. In this single book, you'll find detailed and redundant instruction on how to inherit eternal life in Christ Jesus and how to shun Satan, his hell, and its, its eternal damnation. The mystery of God's plan of salvation is revealed by Jesus Christ to Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, in John 3, 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Have you been born again? Actually born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? Will today be your day of salvation, where all sin and shame are expunged and all Satan's bondage is broken? Do you yearn for cleanness of conscience? And for newness of life, today is your day of salvation. It's all defined in one single book. Follow the prompt now. Here we go. Ready? Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Deuteronomy 8, 7 through 9. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, 
a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive, and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness, thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. God said concerning the mill Abraham prepared for the Lord and his two companions, Genesis eighteen six through 8, and Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the hearth. And Abraham ran unto the herd and fetched a calf tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed, and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree as they did eat. God said concerning the diet of Jesus Christ in Isaiah 7, verse 15, Butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Man said, Today's modern and advanced medical science will show me the way. Who needs the Bible? It's a book for uneducated buffoons. Everybody knows that. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature number 943 that will once again certify the inerrancy of God's magnificent Word. All of these glorious features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the blood-bought and as bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Take advantage of four highly beneficial God Said, Man Said features. One, you have questions, God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Number two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. Number three, imagine you can download nearly 350 hours of God said, man said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. And number four, sign up for the God Said, Man Said weekly broadcast and fresh bread will be delivered to you, God willing, every Thursday Eve. Thank you for coming today. May God's face shine upon you and your house. Deny, challenge, ridicule, impugn, mock, discredit, malign, resist, even resist at all cost, all are words that define Satan and his champions' incessant attack on God's beautiful book. But be of good cheer, beloved of God, for the devil and his minions always fail, <laughs> always. From politics, where in the U.S. the evangelical Christian is the number one opponent of democratic progressivism, to your pantry, Satan has mounted his attack, he leaves no stone unturned. God's Word spends a considerable amount of time instructing a man on what to eat and even how to prepare it. Thousands of years before modern science began to understand the do's and don'ts of the kitchen, God's Word has already staked out the perfect position. He made the body, and it should be obvious that He is the authority on what to put in it. Despite this simple principle, carnal man finds it necessary, even imperative, to resist every directive, but be it known, he does it at his own peril.
Keep in the forefront of your mind this principle as you review this feature. Inherent within every commandment of God is a blessing or a curse, because the commandments and precepts of God are the inerrant truth. Obeying them yields the blessing of doing the right thing. Because the commandments and precepts of God are the inerrant truth, disobeying them yields the curse of doing the wrong thing. This is an immutable law, and it is declared in Galatians 6, 7, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. A wise man runs to embrace the commandments and not from them. The blessing is inherent within it. We spend much of our livelihood and our day purchasing, preparing, and eating food. God's Word is very clear on these matters, but as you should expect, carnal academia has resisted at every turn, or at least until their dumbbell position becomes impossible to defend. One small example is the incredible edible egg. Before we address the trans fat epidemic, remember that God made eggs and highly recommended them for your table. Man's science has mounted a major marketing attack against the egg. In the March 2019 issue of Reader's Digest, you'll find this short paragraph in their feature titled, 50 Health Facts. They reveal the myth or fact of common claims, some medical and some not. Headline, eggs are bad for your heart. They say it's a myth. The old thinking was that cholesterol in food would raise blood cholesterol levels and in turn increase the risk of heart disease. A recent study of more than 400,000 adults found that eating an egg a day increased good cholesterol and cut the risk of cardiovascular death by 18%, end of quote. The Word of God was correct after all. A major global field study is being conducted studying the pandemic, and I do mean pandemic, being caused by the consumption of trans fats. God said, man said, weighed in on this subject over four decades ago when trans fats were the cool thing being endorsed by the food experts and even the U.S. government. God said, man said, however, was referencing God's instructions that were recorded thousands of years ago. How about that? Truth never changes. Before we get to the results coming in from New York City, some needed foundational information follows from earlier God said, man said features. God said, man said, margarine and nutritional Armageddon. Part of the subheadline in the feature article in Better Nutrition reads, How the Margarine Craze Brought America to the Brink of Nutritional Armageddon. Margarine is partially hydrogenated vegetable oil. According to Dr. W. Willett, Ph.D. M.D. of Harvard, it can be conservatively estimated that approximately 30,000 deaths per year in the U.S., are attributed uh, to trans fat acids from partially hydrogenated vegetable oil. That is exactly what margarine is. The esteemed British medical journal, The Lancet, reported on a health study that followed 85,000 nurses since 1976. The study shows that the consumption of just four teaspoons a day of partially hydrogenated vegetable oil margarine increases the risk of coronary heart disease. And how about this? Butter has no adverse effect. The health periodical second opinion had this to say. 
I preached for years about the dangers of eating margarine as a substitute for real butter. Now the devastating results are starting to hit hard. In addition to it being nutrient-free, margarine is a saturated, hydrogenated fat that causes our neurochemistry to go into a tailspin, end of quote. Using Dr. Willett's 30,000 annual number and extrapolating globally, 28,130,280 deaths would be attributed to trans fats over the past 40 years. Disobedience certainly delivers its deadly toll. God said, man said, things we know to be true. Scientific American challenges God, part three. July 3, 2015, the week under the headline trans fat and nanny state ban, you find this. The Food and Drug Administration last week implemented a near zero tolerance ban on partially hydrogenated oils, the main source of trans fats, giving food companies three years to remove the ingredient from their products. Trans fats were long considered a healthy alternative to lard, but recent studies have linked them to serious health problems like obesity, memory loss, and heart disease. This may be the most important change in our food supply in decades, said Roberto Ferdman and WashingtonPost.com. While the FDA has banned numerous ingredients over the years, including artificial sweeteners such as cyclamate, none has been so clearly linked to tens of thousands of deaths like trans fats. If anything, the trans fat saga shows how hard it is to get nutritional science right, said Sarah Kaplan in WashingtonPost.com. Until recently, uh, experts called trans fats a great boon to Americans' arteries and warned us to avoid the kinds of saturated fats found in butter, eggs, and meat. Now that advice has been reversed, end of quote. Consider that thousands of years ago, the word of God was penned, and not one position has changed. That's what truth looks like. God said, man said, trans fats, wrong door. Trans fat margarine and its camouflage counterparts have abbreviated millions of lives. God said, man said, has published numerous features on this subject. Columnist Pat Shannon published an article in the Free Press newspaper dealing with the trans fat butter debate. The beginning of his article follows. There seems to be a lot of question about which healthy spreads should be used to replace butter. One says, I can't believe it's not butter. Well, I can. Since the word is finally spreading about the harmful nature of trans fat, margarine has been officially declared as a substance to be avoided. In its place have rushed countless other butter alternatives which do not contain hydrogenated fats. But now that refined vegetable oils, additives, and preservatives are coming under fire, it leaves the question, what in the world can we spread on our toast? The answer is simple and natural. Go back to butter. Of course, most people balk at the suggestion of eating real butter. After all, won't butter cause heart disease and other frightening health conditions? Although the claim that butter is harmful has been a popular one since World War II, it is an assumption with no foundation. In fact, statistics show the rate of heart disease has increased as butter consumption has decreased. 
Butter is filled with essential vitamins and antioxidants in their most natural and absorbable state. Butter is actually a better source of vitamin A than carrots, especially for people who have trouble converting the beta-carotene in carrots into vitamin A. You can also find vitamin E and selenium in butter. These, along with vitamin A, actually protect the heart from free radical damage, which is a factor in weakened arteries. On the other hand, fabricated spreads are filled with rancid and refined vegetable oils that cause free radical damage. The vitamin A in butter is a vital nutrient which strongly impacts growth in children. Deficiencies can affect the development of teeth, bones, and vision. Low-fat diets are often recommended for children, even though these diets have been linked to a failure to thrive, as published in Pediatrics in March of 1994. Low-fat diets which remove butter from children's lives may be cutting out their only source of absorbable vitamin A. Another common misconception propagated by modern industry is that the fat in butter is bad for us. Butter is comprised of mostly short and medium-chain fatty acids. These fatty acids can protect against cancer and boost immunity. They are also antifungal. Short, any medium-chain fatty acids are also more easily broken down for energy, which means it's actually less likely that the fat and butter will be stored in the body, end of quote. God said concerning the meal, Abraham prepared for the Lord and his two companions. In Genesis 18, 6-8, let me read it to you again. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the hearth. And Abraham ran unto the herd and fetched a calf, tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. The Lord dines at Abraham's table, and by the standards of today and recent days, eats quite the improper meal. He eats red meat. Of course, the blood would have been purged and the fat trim. He ate whole grain cakes and raw butter and raw whole milk. Olive oil and salt are not mentioned, but from other scriptures, the meals would typically be prepared with both. God must not have gotten the memo. God said, man said, God said, olive oil. In nearly 200 instances in the scriptures, God speaks of oil, and when he identifies it, we find that it's olive oil. When God endorses something so heavenly, uh, the wise embrace it. Lining up with the word of God is a demonstration of our love for him, and the colossal benefits of this lining up are a demonstration of his love for us. It's so utterly amazing. The horrendous damage measured in lives, pain, sorrow, and financial cost caused by carnal wisdom's chronic casting off of the word of God concerning things like olive oil, butter, eggs, honey, whole milk, salt, and so much more is staggering. When one rejects truth, he inherits the results of his disobedience. The following list of benefits lifted from God said, man said's first three articles on this highly endorsed product will hopefully convince you to replace the bad look-alike products in your pantry with olive oil. Olive oil is a monounsaturated fat. 
It improves cholesterol levels. It reduces coronary heart disease. It lowers the bad LDL cholesterol. It reduces the need for blood pressure medication. Olive oil knocks the popular sunflower oil for a loop. Increased consumption of olive oil. Reduces rates of arterial hypertension, obesity, and diabetes. Residents of Crete have the lowest rates of heart problems, cancer, and obesity in Europe because they use large amounts of virgin olive oil. Olive oil protects against breast cancer, while polyunsaturated fats and vegetable oil seem to enhance the risk. For every 10 grams of monounsaturated olive oil that a woman consumes daily, the risk of breast cancer falls 55%. However, that risk increases by almost 70% for every 5 grams of polyunsaturates consumed per day. Olive oil creates the sensation of fullness. Olive oil improves digestion. Olive oil inhibits gastric acid secretion and has proven useful for gastric and duodenal ulcer patients. Olive oil is useful in decreasing gallstones. Olive oil delivers distinctive advantages over corn and sunflower oil. Olive oil reduces insulin requirements in diabetics and improves their lipidic profile. Higher consumption rates of olive oil uh, deliver lower levels of colon cancer. News story headline, Olive Leaf Extract, a new old healing bonanza for mankind. Olive oil extract fights HIV, Epstein-Barr, herpes, the flu, sore throats, and chronic sinusitis. The Hungarian government adopts olive leaf extract for its Medicare system as its official anti-infectious disease remedy. Aloeuropine, found in olive the tree, is isolated from the leaf, is credited with the phenomenal long life of the olive tree, which is said to be able to live for thousands of years. Olive leaf extract has been found to be effective against nearly 90 viruses. As science continues to plumb the depths of the secrets of God's olive oil, the benefits continue to mount and dazzle in surprising ways. The following paragraphs are from an article in the May 2007 issue of USA Weekend, written by Gene Carper. It's well known that trans fats, commonly found in commercially fried and baked goods, can increase the risk of heart disease and diabetes. But there's another unexpected danger to younger women, finds a new Harvard study. Eating too many trans fats could dramatically increase a woman's odds of being infertile. In fact, researchers determined that getting only 2% more calories from trans fats than from monounsaturated fats such as olive oil more than doubled the risk of infertility. And getting 2% more calories from trans fats than from carbohydrates increased their woman's risk by, get this, 73%, end of quote. In the 1970s, when God Said, Man Said began reporting on foods like butter and olive oil, trans fats like margarine, shortening, partially hydrogenated vegetable oils, and more were promoted and endorsed. Now these same wonder foods are tagged as known killers. Who will be held accountable? Well, here comes the latest. The headline in the March 16, 2019 issue of Science News reads, Trans fatty acid ban works in New York City. The feature follows. New Yorkers fond of eating out in the last decade weren't just saved from doing the dishes. Their blood levels of 
uh, art, artificial trans fats, which are linked to heart disease, dropped following a 2006 citywide ban on restaurants using the fats. Analysis of blood samples from adults taken before and after the ban for a health and nutrition survey that questioned participants on their dining habits suggest that trans fat levels plunged by about 57% overall among New Yorkers. The samples, 212 from 2004 and 247 from 2013 and 14, revealed a drop from 49.2 to 21.3 micromoles per liter. New Yorkers who ate out four or more times a week saw an even bigger decrease, about 65%. Sonia Engel of the New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene in Queens and colleagues report online February 21 in the American Journal of Public Health. Artificial trans fats or trans fatty acids end up in foods like donuts that are fried, baked, or cooked in partially hydrogenated vegetable oils. The fats increase the amount of low-density lipoprotein or bad cholesterol in the body while lowering a high-density lipoprotein, the good cholesterol. A 2% increase in calories from trans fatty acids in a person's diet is associated with a 23% rise in occurrence of coronary heart disease, a previous analysis reported. Cutting artificial trans fats in the diet decreases the risk of heart disease, says Jennifer Pomerantz, a public health lawyer at New York University not involved in the study. This is really a great success of local policymaking. The drop mirrors what happened nationally after the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in 2006 required companies to include artificial trans fats in food nutrition labels. That probably contributed to the lower amounts found in New Yorkers, the researchers say. Levels of these fats dropped by about 51% in those who ate out the least, but the big drop for frequent diners indicates that the ban had its own impact, the researchers say. End of quote. When God, the maker of all things, places his endorsement on anything, embrace it with your might, because hidden inside his instruction is a blessing, the blessing of doing the right thing. God's word is true and righteous altogether, a place to build a life that will last forever. God said, Deuteronomy 8, 7 through 9, For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive, and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass." God said concerning the mill Abraham prepared for the Lord and his two companions, Genesis eighteen six through 8. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the hearth. And Abraham ran unto the herd and fetched a calf tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed, and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. 
God said concerning the diet of Jesus Christ, Isaiah 7, verse 15, Butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Man said, Today's modern and advanced medical science will show me the way. Who needs the Bible? It's a book for uneducated buffoons. Everybody knows that. Now you have the record. 